from Leicester Square. Remember him in London, England? I'm Harry Shearer. Welcome. The, where the shadows are lengthening. It's it's a cool autumnal evening in London, England. And I'm Harry Shearer. Welcome you to this edition of the show. And now, speaking of cool, news of the warm, won't you? See? We did a 180. So. Or at least 160. Climate change is already contributing to the deaths of more than 400,000 people a year and costing the world more than 1.2 trillion, wiping a percent and a half annually from global GDP, according to a new study reported in the Guardian newspaper. The impacts are being felt most keenly in developing countries, Natch, where damage to agricultural production from extreme weather linked to climate change is contributing to deaths from malnutrition, poverty, and their associated diseases. Air pollution caused by the use of fossil fuels is also separately contributing to the deaths of at least four and a half million people a year, the report found. The 331-page study entitled Climate Vulnerability Monitor, a guide to the cold calculus of a hot planet, was carried out by the DARA, D-A-R-A group, a non-governmental organization based in Europe, and the Climate Vulnerable Forum, written by more than 50 scientists, economists, and policy experts commissioned by 20 governments. I wish it said what kind of scientists. I'm growing tired of that. Scientists. Yeah, he's a uh, paleontologist and he knows a lot about climate. Uh, by 2030, the researchers estimate the cost of climate change and air pollution combined will rise to 3.2% of global GDP, with the world's least developed countries suffering losses of up to 11% of their GDP. The Prime Minister of Bangladesh, you know him, Sheikh Hasina, said a one, per, a one degree Celsius rise in temperature is associated with 10% productivity loss in farming. It means for us losing about 4 million tons of food grain, amounting to about $2.5 billion. This is about 2% of our GDP. Major economies, though, will also take a hit as extremes of weather and the associated damage, droughts, floods, and more severe storms could wipe 2% of the GDP of the U.S. by 2030, while similar, similar effects could cost China $1.2 trillion <laughs> by the same date. While many governments have taken the view that climate change is a long-term problem, there's a growing body of opinion that the effects are already being fent, uh, felt. Scientists have been alarmed by the increasingly rapid melting of Arctic sea ice, which reached a new record minimum this year. We reported that to you earlier. The European Union's climate chief, Connie Hedegaard, warns extreme weather is becoming more common as the effects of climate change take hold. Climate change and weather extremes are not about a distant future. Formerly one-off extreme weather episodes seem to be becoming the new normal. Thursdays on NBC. <laughs> oh, it's not about that. Anyway, that's that report. News of the Warm, ladies and gentlemen. Copyrighted feature of this broadcast. Do with what you will. Uh, it reminds me, I mentioned, I think on last week's broadcast, apropos of New Orleans and the Corps of Engineers and blah, 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 uh, Rob Verchick at Loyola University in New Orleans uh, wrote a book a couple of years ago called Facing Catastrophe. And one of the main points in the book is that uh, one reason we're so apparently, and by we I mean you, blasé about uh, losing stuff, you know, as as these reports predict, is because we have no way of putting a dollar value on the services provided by nature. 
And um, so when outfits like the Army Corps of Engineers, just to pick one, um, does a, a so-called cost-benefit ratio, they can never calculate in the uh, benefit of not losing a value to us like uh, the buffering from hurricane uh, ferocity that uh, coastal wetlands provide in Louisiana, just for an example. So um, why did I bring that up? I don't know, because I'm sitting here with an open mic. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your brain on the war on drugs from the Boston Globe. State, that would be Massachusetts, state drug lab chemist Annie Dukemd labeled the vials as containing THC, the active ingredient in marijuana. But when another chemist ran the vials through a machine to confirm her analysis, one had little THC, the other was mixed with two other drugs. The second chemist sent the vials back to Dukemd to resolve the discrepancy.